The information provided in this show is intended for your general knowledge only and is not intended to be, nor is it, medical advice or a substitute for medical advice. If you have or suspect you have a specific medical condition or disease, please consult your health care provider. Now listening to The Health Hero Show with Tim James. <laughs> What's up, Health Heroes? Tim James here, founder of ChemicalFreeBody.com and your host for the show that simplifies and demystifies how to live an energetic life with a flat belly. So if you're into a healthy gut and staying young, then this is the show for you. What's up, Health Heroes? Tim James here with a super exciting episode of the Health Hero Show. In the house, I have with me colon hydrotherapist and one of my really good friends in the healing world, Rebecca Harder. Rebecca, thanks for joining me today. Thank you, Tim. I'm so glad to be here. Wow, I've been wanting to have you on for a long time, a really long time. So I'm going to just move my camera just a little bit. There we go. Yeah, because what what you do is like it is it is so important to people. Um, Well, I mean, for those listening, I mean, if you haven't heard my story, like when when I went to Hippocrates, the first class they taught was three and a half hours long. And this healthy doctor came out and he taught us about internal awareness, giving awareness on what's going on inside of you. The entire class's mission and objective was to educate you and give you enough information for you to make a decision to want to do colon hydrotherapy. It was the first step. And I remember when he first started talking about it, I'm like, I ain't doing it. When he got done, I was like, I'm doing it. And um, I dropped 10 pounds of impacted fecal material in the first hour doing colon hydrotherapy. So why don't we do this? Um, we, we're, and you guys want to stick around to the end because we've got some crazy stuff to share with you. If you're dealing with any health issues, the stuff and the, the, the truth bombs and the education, we're going to dispel all the myths on colon hydrotherapy today. Rebecca is one of the most pre- preeminent experts on colon hydrotherapy in the world, literally. She's super smart, super healthy. She's healed lots, helped, helped, heal, helped a lot of people heal themselves. We can't say that we've healed anybody because we just don't do that, but you've helped a ton of people heal themselves. So Rebecca, how did you get started in this? Because your journey was kind of really cool. I mean, you were in corporate America plugging up people's colons, and then you spent the rest of the, your life trying to clean them up. Right, right. I worked for Kraft Foods for 10 years in sales management. And then I got, um, basically, it was a, a, a chemical exposure. I started making homemade soap at a commercial level, like 2,000 bars of soap at a time. Mm-hmm. And I wore a respirator when I was working with the lye. But there was no warning labels on the perfume concentrates that said don't sniff. And so you're opening up these bottles of perfume concentrate and you're sniffing them to create a soap line. And I was making like 32 bars of soap and it was um, it wasn't long before I just started losing brain functioning. And, you know, they say don't sniff the glue. I was sniffing the perfume concentrates and then before long. I just um, lost the ability to know who I was, how old I was, who the president was. And back then, no one asked, you know, what were you doing? You went from functioning to non-functioning. So that knocked me out of um, just basic life for about three years, trying to trying to get well. And then colonics wasn't the thing, but it was definitely a part of the healing from that. And it wasn't like any doctor told me to do it. I just stumbled into it, started doing it. And then. Um, when I got well, I wanted to be a nurse. I wanted to offer compassion and 
kindness and love that was totally missing in the medical field. And so I was looking to be a nurse and my husband came home one day and said, there's a man named Ivan and he's got a stomach tumor and would you go help him? So I started going over to the family and helping with um, juicing and, and enemas and, and all those natural modalities. And the man needed to have a colonic and I had had them, but there wasn't anyone nearby for him to get them. And I couldn't get into nursing school. And it was like, God said, this is what you're gonna get into. And so God provided all the resources. I got the best training in the world. At the time, I didn't know it, but I learned about ozone colonics right out of the get-go. And I trained under Dr. Russell Colbo, who headed up the Colon Hydrotherapy Association. And that's where I got most of my um, certifications through all the way to instructor. And so I, I jumped into helping people with colonics and ozone colonics and nutrition 2003. And here it is 2020. Yes. And, you know, to me, it's all about results. I really don't care usually about, you know, all the certifications and stuff like that. I just like, I feel the energetics off you. You've helped so many people, but just for those of you listening, if you are in, <clears throat> interested in that kind of stuff, um, Rebecca is the author of Gaster Girl, Saving America One Colon at a Time. Um, I do call her Gaster Girl, which is really cool. Um, she's a national board certified colon hydrotherapist, which is not an easy thing to do. Um, also, um, ACT, it's IACT, right? Right. Yeah, IACT. I, I, yeah, IACT certified instructor level colon hydrotherapist. So not only is she doing it, but she can instruct and train other colon hydrotherapists. So she's a trainer. She's given over 22,000 colonics since 2003. So she's cleaned people's bums out 22,000 times. I just think about the type of person that gets in there and literally gets their hands dirty, no pun intended, to help mm -hmm. people with something that has such a phobia around. I remember like me, like I was thinking about like somebody touching my butt and that was really weird. But guess what? The, the woman that was in the colon hydrotherapy center at Hippocrates Health Institute, she was the nicest, sweetest. She was like you. I mean, just the most caring, loving, just trying to help people because she knew what it was going to do for me. She knew how it was radically going to change the internal terrain of my body and how it changed her life years ago. And that's why she was doing that work like for you. And all the colon hydrotherapists I've met, it's just like angels. You guys are just flat angels. She's also the owner of Colon Care Colonics in Portland. So if you're in the Portland metro area, just go to colonicportland.com and you can book a session or a couple sessions with her staff. And she's also the owner of Taos Hyperbaric Wellness Center in Taos, New Mexico. And you can reach her at taoshyperbaric.com. So anyway, there's the, all the accolades. So you have a backstory. You were, you were working like, you know, um, in, in this corporate America, you're polluting people, helping pollute people with toxins and, you know, and crackers and stuff like that, genetically modified wheat, most likely, you spent the rest of your life helping to clean people out and help people heal themselves, which is commendable and awesome. So first off, for those listening that are not aware of colon hydrotherapy, why don't you just explain to them the basics and, you know, fifth grade level, what colon hydrotherapy is and why the hell would somebody want to do it? Well, you're infusing purified water into the colon. The colon is five and a half feet long. And there are different systems out there, an open and a closed. They're both great. But the, either system that you use, that's the basic premise. It's just gently infusing water into the colon to stimulate the colon to release um, excess mucus, waste, toxicity. It's very gentle. And, you know, right off the bat, the first thing people are afraid of is a tube, a tube going into the rectum. 
it's a very tiny tube. It does not go in very far, just a couple of inches. It's lubricated. You don't even feel the tube there. And, uh, you know, it really comes down to the therapist as to whether you have a great system or a great session or not. Is mm -hmm. the therapist going to determine the cleanliness of the session as well as the comfort and caring that goes into it? But <clears throat> bottom line, you're just stimulating the body to release toxicity built up in the colon as well as liver gallbladder and also uh, stimulating that whole digestive process. Cool. So basically it's just water just gently goes in and out of you for an hour and it cleans you up. So what you're doing here is you're like, hey, I love self. You go in and see a colon hydrotherapist and they're going to help you become your own mechanic. You're going to take the car, your body into the shop and you're going to flush out the engine. Right. That's Which right. is the digestive tract. That's the driving engine of your life. And you're going to clean it up. And guess what? It's plugged up. It's got all this nasty funk and gunk and junk. Let, remember, the average person's carrying around six to 12 pounds of this impacted fecal material. And you mentioned it's got mucus in it. It's got toxins in it. It's got waste material in it that's built up. It houses harmful organisms like viruses, bacteria, molds, yeast, fungus, parasites. And cancer loves it. These, these mutagens, how much colon cancer is out there, for God's sakes? Well, the Royal Society of Medicine said that 85% of all disease starts in the colon. And I totally agree. And so you're, you're right there literally on the front lines of disease and where it's starting and emanating is in the colon for most people. And they don't get it. how simple it is to just take a gentle water bath internally and change the tide and change that internal train. It's so awesome. So really quickly, um, can you explain to people, because some people, what's going to happen is they're going to listen to this and they're thinking, wow, this sounds pretty good. I've, I've dealt with some health issues. You know, maybe I've, I've got gas. I've got bloating for a long time. Maybe I've got leaky gut. Maybe I've got Hashimoto's. It could be anything. Maybe you have headaches. I mean, we have people with back pain um, that all of a sudden, boom, they get colon hydrotherapy because that impacted fecal material was pushing on nerves in their back, literally, or mm -hmm. prostate. Um, people have prostate issues where we've had, have you seen that where the impacted fecal material is sitting there rubbing up against the prostate and causing inflammation. And then people get all freaked out because their PSAs are high. It's not cancer, but you got, you got a big pile of crap pushing up against your prostate and it's irritating it and causing inflammation. And that could relieve that. We've seen so many things like that with colon hydrotherapy. So if somebody goes online, they're listening to us and they're like, wow, this sounds really good. They go online. I guarantee you the first page or two is, Western medicine and the people against natural healing, there's tons of stuff that's going to scare the crap out of you to try to dissuade you from mm -hmm. doing colon hydrotherapy. And the number one thing is like, oh, you're going to put a hole, you're going to perforate your colon. And there was somebody in 1804 that did that. And that, you know, so can you speak to that? Because it's very important. Yeah, absolutely. Well, first of all, you're not going to find mainstream support for colonics. The the best source for that, if somebody really has to have mainstream proof, is 2008, Joseph Fiori. He's the chief of the gastroenterology department at Danbury Hospital. And he did a study showing that uh, prepping for a colonoscopy uh, was best achieved with a, colon with a colonic. And they're using the closed system colonics, Danbury Hospital, 2008, to prep their patients for the colonoscopy. And so it's been proven that colonics are the absolute best way to alleviate constipation and prepare for colonoscopy. That's about the most you're going to get the mainstream uh, doctors to accept colonics for. Mm -hmm. And been definitely a concerted effort by mainstream medical to um, do away with colonics. 
It's too effective. It doesn't line up with their uh, agenda for mainstream medical. There's no money in it. You're not going to find support. And it's a very interesting thing. I think it was 2011, if I can remember correctly, it was one day there was every single news source ran the exact same article, colonics are harmful and dangerous. And it wasn't a study. It was a group of, of academic doctors. Let me emphasize the word academic. They were not practicing medical doctors working with patients and they reviewed literature and it was their personal opinion that colonics was harmful and dangerous. No study to support it, just their opinion. And that went viral. And you, when you go online and type in colonics, you're going to find those articles popping up yeah. with actually but they bury the fact that the findings showed it was the absolute best way to prep for a colonoscopy and to alleviate constipation, which afflicts how many millions of Americans? <laughs> mm -hmm. You know, and the, the, the thing too is like with corporate America and big governments and, and big medicine and stuff like that, people don't understand like if a, a video like that goes viral, it's not that it went viral. It wasn't grassroots bottoms up. It's usually paid advertising. They pay to push it onto people and get people talking about it. And they and they know the types of people that would that would resonate with the you know the people that are super Western medicine. They can literally look you up on Facebook and target you and shove that message and and create what's called a super thread and get and get these things going. But so it's not necessarily just because you see it or you see it has a lot of traction does not mean that it's true today. Those doctors, like you said, have zero experience in the field work with them, working with people. And you've had, you've done 22,000 clinics. Why would yes. you do 22,000? And how could you even be in business that long? I mean, does anybody come back and see you after the first time or are they just after it once they're gone? Um, most people come back and do many sessions because yeah. it takes more than one to clean out five and a half feet of colon. But to answer that question about um, everyone's fears of perforating the colon, that's just the biggest, biggest myth out there. Let's just take a look at how many colons are perforated with a colonoscopy. How many colons are nicked during the, the colonoscopy? That is incredible. In fact, um, the story that most people will find if they start really digging into colonics was with Texas. And there was a person who went and got a colonoscopy and the surgeon perforated their colon. And that person wasn't feeling too good. So the next day they go to their colon uh, hydrotherapist. And I don't know if she told the colon hydrotherapist she'd had the colonoscopy, but nevertheless, the woman did the colon, the colonic and that woman went home and died. Now, whose fault was it? Was it the surgeon who perforated the colonoscopy or the colon hydrotherapist who gave the colonic and the person died? And, you know, and they, um, and this caused a huge um, lawsuit. So the colonic association was sued, the woman who did the colonic, they sued, I think, the manufacturers of the system. It is the big case. But the bottom line is the colon hydrotherapist, her only mistake was not asking, did you have a colonoscopy within the last several days? That was the prop, the mistake she made. Yeah, that's and, really important. Really important. Is that like right. stand, is that like standard protocol in, in your? You should be asking. Say, hey, anything happened since you've last been in? Did you have any surgeries? Did you have a colonoscopy? It's on our intake form. Please inform us of any medical procedures you've mm -hmm. had. Yeah, yeah, it's really important. And the digestive lining replaces itself every few days anyway, so that's why you'd want to wait. Say, hey, look, you just had that. Probably come back in a week, and then then we'll then we'll help you. Right. Right. right.
Yeah, so but simple. It's so incredibly safe. I mean, um, you know, well, women have been I just learned something. Yeah, women have been giving enemas to their children for thousands of years. It is it colon hydrotherapy is not a modern day uh, modality. It's been around no. all back to thousands of years. Women have given their babies, their children enemas using water gently infused in. In our colonic systems that we use at colon care and our Taos hyperbaric, we use an open FDA registered medical device. It, it infuses about one to two cups of water at a time. It's so gentle going in, you don't feel any water going right. in. And so people find, they just sit there, they, we show videos, they drink tea, the therapist can do body work. We call it uh, visceral manipulation to stimulate greater liver gallbladder releases during the session. It's uh, pleasant, very, very pleasant. Yeah. Um, one thing I want to talk about was like when somebody goes in, they're nervous. Okay. The first <laughs> yeah. time they, the first time they do this and let's do this, let's take a quick break. And when we get back, I want to get into what should somebody experience when they come in, you know, the good, the bad, and the ugly, and we'll be right back. When I wake up in the morning, I ask myself, how am I going to nourish myself today? That's where green 85 has made that an easy task. Packed full with nutrient-dense quality ingredients, it ensures me that I'm starting my day off right. Green 85. To get this product and our other amazing products, go to chemicalfreebody.com. That's chemicalfreebody.com. Welcome back, Health Heroes. Tim James here. I'm with Act One Certified Colon Hydrotherapist, Supergirl, Gastrogirl. She's amazing. Rebecca Harder, thanks for being on. Um, we, we were, we were, you were, I'm really excited that you educated me on that case down in Texas because that it's been looming forever, you know, about like the colon getting perforated and scaring everybody. Now we know that the, that actually, the, the lady was nicked by a colonoscopy. You know, perforated. Perforated. You, do you know what a, do you know what, what the statistics are of perforations on on colonoscopies? Is there no, a, I don't the data that. out there? Probably not. Yeah. Okay. But anyway, so she was nicked and then she went in and got the colon hydrotherapy and then then she died. So it was actually the perforation that caused the problem. So yeah, I could see. So that that's awesome because the reality is that tube is so small, it only goes in about two, two and a half inches, you know, so past the second sphincter, and that's it. Like you said, it's just a little bit of water going in that. So people think it's just some big, sharp metal metal tube going in and out with the it's not it's just like really soft round edge it's lubricated it's tiny so you have to worry about that just make sure that you don't do it after you do a colonoscopy wait a week or two let the in case you got nicked and then let the intestinal lining re rebuild itself which it does every few days and then you'll be fine all right so walk me through this like i'm new i mean i remember i'm like I'm a little freaked out. Like I'm gonna go do this, but what what scared me more was what they taught me that I have all this funk and gunk and junk in me, and how what how my life could change. And I could, you know, my buddy he did it because he had cancer. So um, I guess the fear of what was in there scared me enough to go do it. And then after I did it, I was like, well, that was not really that big deal. I mean, it's kind of embarrassing too when you when you go there, especially with a, a close uh, a, a closed system because you have a technician in there with you, right? Inserting the tube, which I, I, I highly recommend that too, especially for people that are older and we get into that. But um, 
I guess, uh, I guess my question is, is like, what should somebody expect? What's the good, the bad and the ugly, you know, any gas pains, any of that kind of stuff when they do, when they do colon hydrotherapy for the first time, first timer. Yeah. It depends on why they're coming in. And so mm -hmm. um, most people have no discomfort. They may have a little gas or bloating, but they usually have such significant relief from it. They, there's a water's going in uh, one or two cups at a time and it's slowly infused in and then they feel, oh, I got to have a bowel movement and they give it a good push and the waste in the water comes out. There's no mess, no odor whatsoever. They're covered with warm blankets. We give them a, a warm tummy uh, pack, a heat pack for their tummy and mm -hmm. they just lay back, drink tea, watch a movie and then if they're comfortable, we can do the visceral manipulation. But it really depends on what they've got going on. Do they have SIBO? Do they have parasites? Do they have cancer? Um, all these things. What are their medications that they're on? Those are the things we have to watch the closest is particularly blood pressure medications. So, um, you know, that all determines how much cramping a person may have. Most people don't have very much. Some people do. But when they leave there, they usually feel so much better. Uh, their tummy, like you said on your um, intro, you want a flat belly, you want a flat belly, you should do colonics. You're going to be amazed how much flatter you are. Yeah, absolutely. Be. I mean, everybody, everybody wants a flat belly. Absolutely. That means you're healthy. You know, so many people have gas and bloating today, you know? Mm -hmm. So I believe that it's the first step in, um, you know, in your, in your journey is to get the pathway of elimination cleaned out first and then start flooding it with the good bacteria and good nutrition. It's such an important thing. Okay, so somebody goes in, um, hopefully that answers your questions for you guys that are new. What is the difference between an open and a closed system? Well, before I say that, let me just go back. I'm a little different from most colon therapists and I teach colon therapists to be this way, not to watch the tube. More important than what comes out is how. And a really good trained colon hydrotherapist will be able to do a visceral manipulation. And it's also an amazing way to see how the body is releasing. How a body releases during a colonic is a window to how they're releasing every single day. And you can see and feel um, how that colon is responding. Is it, is it holding on to waste or is it very um, rhythmically releasing the waste with the water? Mm -hmm. So that visceral manipulation, you're basically talking about, you put your hands in somebody, I know because you've done it to me multiple times, and then you, you, you massage and, and, and stimulate the gallbladder and the liver and you push and um, that's right. That's what it is. That's, right? that's correct. But I can't say the word massage. I have to be mm. super careful. We don't give massage. It's, it's uh, body work. So ridiculous. So ridiculous. Uh, the name game. That is yep. crazy. So, all right. Well, that's pretty cool. So yeah. what, what, um, like, what are the benefits of colon hydrotherapy? What have you seen for people? Oh, the problem is there's too many to list. So as we talked about earlier, prep for a colonoscopy, alleviate constipation, and then to facilitate a greater detox. And this is usually in combination, like if a heavy metal detox is going on or a chemical detox. And people say, well, how many colonics do I need? And I go, well, that depends on what you're trying to achieve. And so everyone is very different on that. But uh, I don't know if that answers the question. Well, I know that you like always recommended you get two of them, one on day one, one on the second day. Can you tell right. us why you do yeah. that? Because I, I, I tell everybody that yeah. all the time. Yeah, absolutely. So um, we do an open system and we're going to do something with an open that a closed does not do. And we're going to stimulate greater detox with that liver. And 
And so what's going to happen when we turn the system off, the colon is done. It's a muscle. It'll have pushed, believe it or not, like um, every 20 seconds, you're going to have a release for an hour. So three times 60, 180, 200 times you're going to release. Your colon is tired. So when we turn the system off, your colon's not going to push anymore. It just went to the gym. But your liver is not a muscle, it's a gland. And we're going to stimulate that liver to release bile. And when we turn the system off, it doesn't stop. It continues to release bile for the next few hours. And bile is a wonderful substance. I love talking about bile. It's a very, very good thing. And your liver puts toxins in that bile to safely escort out the body. It's a brilliant plant, brilliant. Your liver is going to release bile after we turn the system off and it's going to release into that upper small intestines. Most people don't notice it. They go about the rest of the day. They feel fine, but I don't know, maybe one out of 10, they're going to get a headache, squishy feeling in the stomach. It's not that the colonic was bad. It's just that it stimulated that liver to release extra uh, toxicity and bile. And so that's why people come back that second day. And that everyone notices way more bile comes out the second day. It's also easier, more waste comes out. I don't promise people they're going to feel great after the first session on their very first colonic. It's after the second. If I can just get them to trust us, come back for that second session, they'll release far more on day two. Yeah, and I can't remember if I learned this from you or where I studied it, but what I was told was like you said, you, you sweep it out right? Especially when people are on a detox, right? If, if they've changed their lifestyle, they started doing a juicing detox or whatever. And then, you know, when that happens, there's the cold and flu-like symptoms. They could have night sweats, a metallic taste coming out of their tongue. They could be irritable. Um, right. You know, all these things can go on. Rashes can break out. Parasites can come out of Absolutely. people's pores. I've seen all kinds of crazy stuff, right? <laughs> yeah. So, you know, you start doing this stuff and all these toxins are, what are they, you know, your body is a waste removal system and you have these different areas of of removing waste. You've got, um, you know, perspiration, respiration, urination, and defecation. And for women, you have the fifth one, which is menstruation, which I think is the reason why women maybe live longer. They have another detox method. So through defecation, you have, you know, the liver pushing this bile down in the gallbladder. And this pile has all these toxins in it because they're like, oh my God, he or she just cleaned out the colon. Let's go. Let's dump all this stuff. The, the body communicates. It's smart. And then it goes down and ends up in the colon. And then it can go back up that hepatic vein right into the liver and sit there and recycle. So that's why, to me, it made sense. Like when you when you stimulate that major release up front with that first colon hydrotherapy session, by the next day, it's down in the colon again. Rather than all that toxin going back up the hepatic vein, back into the liver, why not just sweep it out again? And Absolutely. what we've seen is that when people do this, their detox symptoms are cut in half. All the, the night sweats and the irritability and all these things and the fatigue, it's, it's literally half by doing colon hydrotherapy, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Well said. All right. So um, let's talk about a couple other things. Let's talk about enemas. I want to be clear. And this wants to be very educational. Some people don't. I didn't know what it was. What the hell is an enema? Oh, enemas is uh, gently infusing water, but not nearly as much as a colonic. And so I happen to uh, really encourage people, especially if they have cancer, they need to be doing enemas every single day. And the most comfortable way to do, I don't know if, if you've, you've used this, Tim, is a, clean, a colons board or a clima board. Have you heard of those? Yeah, clima boards. I think they're, yeah. kind, of, they're, they're kind of between a, an enema and a colonic, right? Right, right. And um, so Mike Snyder in Portland, he has the rawdiet.com. Do you know Mike, Tim? Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So he sells the, the colons boards. And if you have cancer, 
you need to get one because you're going to need coffee enemas and all kinds of enemas and things you can put in there. And you should be doing, well, I got to be careful, right? I can't say that you should recommend any of that good stuff. You might want to consider getting a colon's board and um, a BPA-free five-gallon bucket and making your own home enemas. The difference is relaxation. When they, when they come into a, like a professional colonic center, you're going to get 20 gallons of purified water and the system is so much more comfortable that you relax more into it, you release more. And then someone else giving you that visceral manipulation is just gonna be game changing. Mm -hmm. But um, with the home enemas, you can do all kinds of wonderful implants to enhance it. And I think they're great. Like yeah. copy them, great. And this is nothing, this is nothing new. Like you were saying earlier, you know, what I researched was that people have been doing this for centuries. Yep, absolutely. I mean, they were they were actually using gourds, like yes. gourds, hollowing out gourds and drying them, and then they would shove a gourd up there. So that you know that that's not the size of a pen, right? <laughs> Why would they do that? Because it freaking worked. It worked. Yeah. Um, how many of you are listening today? Remember going to your grandma's house, and on the back of your grandma's um, bathroom door was a an enema bag hanging there. Right. 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 I right. I heard I heard stories that like women if if one child got a cold, because, you know, back then they had five, six, seven, eight, ten 10 kids, right? If one child got a cold, that child would get a, instantly give them an enema. And some yeah. women are like, didn't want to deal with eight sick kids. She would give them all enemas if <laughs> one child got a cold. Right. And that's been going on here. So this isn't something new. It's not taboo. It's, it's simply just gentle water going in and out and cleaning out the mess from the toxic pollution and the, de uh, the detachment of you as a human being, as a wild creature, as nature being detached from the ecosystem and not eating fresh foods. And this stuff is just, you know, it's in stress and you throw all the other stuff in there and it's a, it ends up being a toxic soup and you get plugged up, you know? So what you're doing is really, 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 really super important. Okay. So, um, well, I've got a bunch of more questions, but was there anything that in these topics that we've talked about so far that you think would stand out? Because I mean, you're the expert on this. Well, you had asked me earlier the difference on open and closed. I just want to um, oh, yeah. Yeah, say that. really quickly on this. They're both outstanding systems, but they mm -hmm. affect the body very differently. And I refer people to a closed system if they're elderly, if they're in a wheelchair, they're not going to have the peristalsis to push with an open system. So we get people all the time they read the reviews, they see how beautiful the clinic is, and, and they want to get a colonic, but they're in a wheelchair. And the systems with the open systems were not made for wheelchairs. So wheelchairs, if you roll up to it, can easily crack it. And the, the real issue with people in wheelchairs doing an open system is they generally lost the peristalsis. And secondly, when they get, which is the peristalsis is necessary to have a really great open system colonic, mm -hmm. where a close is going to do the work for you. It's going to send the water in. It's going to remove the water. You do not have to have great peristalsis to have a great colonic. So, but the main reason with wheelchair is when they get off that system, they're likely to go all over their wheelchair. They will not make it down to the bathroom in time. So I generally just all, all the wheelchair paraplegics quadra, I say, find a really kind, caring, closed uh, operator. But the closed is great for late stage cancer because they don't have a lot of energy. So when people call up and they, they hear how they've heard about Gerson and Hippocrates and all these other places and they want to do colonics and they want to do them with us because they see the 
the beauty of the clinics and, and the kindness and all that, they uh, the question we ask cancer, late stage cancer is how much energy do you have? Because when you do an open system, it's like going to the gym. We're going to yeah. exercise that colon. When you're late stage cancer, your fourth stage, you don't have a lot of energy. You don't want to expend it pushing with that colon. So you're you're going to need a good, kind, caring, closed system. So elderly cancer, wheelchair, um, back injuries. If you can't lay on your back, you can't get an open system mm. and a an system they can lay on their side. And a lot of people who don't have either of these, they find, oh, I love getting a closed system. Well, that's great. But I generally believe it's not so much the system, but the practitioner. Cool. So what about, um, I don't know if we can talk about it, but what about ozone water? I love talking about ozone. Ozone is amazing. It's 20 times stronger than a coffee enema. When I see worms coming out of people, they could be doing water colonics for a year, no worms. And as soon as we start giving them that ozone colonic, out come the worms. And so it's highly effective with uh, SIBO, fungal overgrowth type you know, those type of conditions, parasites, but I don't believe it's forever. So people want to just do ozone colonics forever. And I don't think it's, um, it's what you do to detox, but then yeah. there's that phase that you go in where you're nourishing the body and you're reestablishing normal gut flora, gut biome, mm -hmm. and don't do the ozone colonics at that stage of working with people. I'm so it's, kind of, it's, it's, it's kind of like upfront, it's more of an intense detox protocol. And then after that, you go back to regular water. Well, right. You go back to regular water and then you start looking at infusing things like probiotic implants into it. Cool. You're, you're trying to get, you're trying to um, clean up that biofilm that is in the gut. And that's why people never get well and they, they get hooked on colonics is they, they, they didn't go into that phase where they're reestablishing normal gut flora and they're healing the gut lining and they're working on that biofilm. And the ozone does not clear away the biofilm. It actually is one of those things that's, um, you know how you say don't fight fire with fire? Right, but right. Microbes, I think microbes do the best job. I think your probiotics or spore-based, soil-based probiotics are gonna do the best job of cleaning up the gut. Yeah, they're, they're part of the immune system, a big part. Right. Absolutely. A huge part. So you're, so you're a big proponent of probiotics and like raw fermented foods, like sour, raw sauerkrauts and kimchi. Um, I'm a, I'm a big fan of those, but not for everyone. So what I've found over the years is that people with histamines are going to have an issue with the fermented foods. Mm. And, and so when, um, histamine is a whole nother talk, but I, I don't believe a one size fits everybody. There's no specific number of colonics a person needs or everybody needs. It's, it's a very individual thing. And the same with the probiotics. So um, uh, fermented foods, they're like one man's medicine, another man's poison. And you have to individualize the diet for the individual. But if you have histamine reactions, you might not do so well with fermented foods. Cool, cool. All right. Awesome. Well, we're going to take another quick break. When we get back, I want to get into some of these other therapies that you can mix in with colon hydrotherapy to enhance your healing journey. We'll be right back. You want the absolute best for yourself and you want it to be easy. 
That's why we created Green 85. It helps with detoxifying the body gently. We're proud it's chemical-free, unlike almost all other supplements you'll find. Bottom line, Green 85 will get you healthier. We look forward to hearing what Green 85 did for you. To get this product and our other amazing products, go to chemicalfreebody.com. That's chemicalfreebody.com. Okay, welcome back, Health Heroes. Tim James here again. I'm with Rebecca Harder, and we're going deep into the colon. And I'm so happy that you're here today because colon hydrotherapy is such a wonderful gift that um, people need to experience. I mean, they just need to experience. It is part of the protocols that we teach over here that have worked so well. So if you want to love when you poop, and the reason why my, for those of you that are listening, you can't see my shirt, but it's one of our chemical free body shirts says love when you poop, hashtag health hero. And the reason why is because every time I used to go poop before I learned all this stuff and did colon hydrotherapy and stuff like that, I didn't love it. It was like, oh, I got to go to the bathroom. This sucks because I was, it was very painful. Okay. And I would bleed. And this went mm -hmm. on for two years. So it's, um, I hated when I had to go poop and now I, I love it. And it's a, it's a pleasant experience and, uh, and it feels good. And that's what it should, it should feel good. It shouldn't be a painful experience. So hopefully if you're listening, if you're having poo poo problems, we really mm -hmm. want to help you. And um, I know Rebecca's really shared a lot. So what I want to do now, Rebecca, is I want to get into a lot of these extra therapies that you can mix in with, with colon hydrotherapy or colonics and um, to enhance the, the healing journey. So we already mentioned the ozone colonics. We've developed a proprietary way of administering ozone in the water throughout the entire session and no ozone, you know, breathing in. But in addition to ozone, um, we highly suggest people do a sauna right before they do their colonic. So we brought in saunas to the um, clinics and um, we have a, a, what we call our signature cleanse and people go and they do um, certain nutrients to stimulate a detox and get um, the body releasing extra toxins. It's the same one they used with the 9-11 first responders and the Gulf War vets. And so we have them do those specific nutrients, then get in the sauna, we use a far infrared sauna, and then they do their colonic. It is the perfect cleanse. So that's my favorite. <laughs> wow, wow. Um, what, about, what, about after, what about afterwards? Like I know uh, the magnesium flakes in the baths Absolutely. and stuff like that. Why don't you explain that, that company and everything? Right, right, right. So um, we say that completes the cleanse. So like we were talking earlier about that liver still releases, your body doesn't stop on a dime. Once we stimulate the body to detox, it's, it's going to continue detoxing for several hours after us. Mm -hmm. And that's the same with massage and chiropractic. So after the colonic, if they'll go home and do a magnesium chloride salt soak, and that's different from Epsom salts. And so magnesium chloride, um, there's an article in my book, uh, The Gastro Girl, Saving America One Colon at a Time, and Walter Last out of Australia, and you can Google that article. And he talks about um, the benefits of doing a magnesium chloride salt soak, but also for those out there who need to ingest magnesium, just doing a a half a teaspoon at night and a glass of water before bed is a great way to get magnesium at the cellular level. It's super cost-effective. You can get a bag 
a one and a half pound bag for roughly $15 or less. You can get it at our clinic. You can go online on Amazon and get it. But when you do the salt soak, you want to do the entire bag. You see, so, the it's one, so it's one and a half pounds is what you want per, ba right. per bath. Okay. Right. And you do the entire bag in the bath because you have to have more salt in the tub than in your body. And what you want to do is osmosis. Mm. You want to draw the toxins out of your body. And I call it the great exchange. Magnesium goes in and toxins come out into the water. And then you're going to notice after about 20 minutes of soaking in a nice warm salt water bath that all of a sudden you might get a little, a little itchy or a little little kind of anxious and what's happening is you're done you want to get out of the tub and you want to rinse the toxins off the skin and you'll find that you're going to be very relaxed um, autistic children when they come into the clinic and they've done colonics that's the thing I, it's like uh highly highly suggested they go home and put that kid in a magnesium chloride bath and autistic children do really well in these mag salt baths it calms them down helps them sleep Wow, cool. Yeah, um, because of that, um, I just got yesterday, I got a, you know another huge shipment into those. I, I buy them, I think they come in like eight pound bags. Right, the ancient minerals. Yeah, ancient minerals. That's the one we use. It's a blue bag. Right. Um, it's in my protocols. I have my Tim's Badass Bath Recipes in my private awesome. coaching page. It's a recipe. Right. I've got two protocols. Hey, just so you know, two protocols in my back office for my private coaching students came from you one of them was the mag the, the mag magnesium chloride salt, salt soak i added that to the bass and the other one was the um the stop smoking protocol that you developed oh thank you tim yeah, yeah. you know you yeah, any smokers out there why don't you share with them a little bit yeah, about yeah. that yeah so um if you anybody know how many americans smoke right now you'd think after all the data on how smoking causes lung cancer that nobody would smoke but it's one out of five I mean, you just sit there and that blows your mind and people are so ashamed. So now they have a double whammy. They have the emotional impact of shame and hiding and, um, you know, not feeling good about themselves. And they, they beat themselves up emotionally every time they have to smoke a cigarette. Nobody loves really smoking. Everybody wants to quit. And so um, the, the basic protocol for quit smoking is is what the 9-11 firefighters, the first responders were doing in the Gulf War vets with sauna. But if they will add um, the colonics to that, it, it, it's going to, like, if, I'm sorry, I'm rambling. I don't mean to. Not at the, all. It's because smoking is a, is a deep passion of mine. My whole family smoked. I grew up in a family of smokers. I was the only one who didn't smoke. So um, it's really a, a passion of mine to help people quit smoking. So if you want to quit smoking, you're going to want to take a look at that smoking, um, quit smoking protocol. And basically you're using niacin. Niacin is game changing for not only smoking, but alcohol. Um, it was used primarily by Scientologists and I am not a Scientologist, but for over 70 years, they were using uh, niacin with sauna to help people quit smoking. And it works really great and easily with men. Women are the ones that have the problem because our bodies are different from men. And the 9-11 first responders and the Gulf War vets, most of them in that study were men, but women hold on to fat and they hold on to toxins. And so that's the group of people, if you're a woman and you're smoking, 
you are really going to need colonics with the quit smoking protocol. In fact, I, I tell people don't even try doing the niacin sauna protocol without colonics if you're a woman. Mm -hmm. And um, the when you understand that detox pathway with through the skin, the lymph, and then through the GI tract with the bowels, um, the the studies were using charcoal. So when the 9/11 first responders and Gulf War vets were doing that protocol to to chelate out all those chemicals. One, they were men, and uh, I'm sorry, I lost my train of thought on this because it's a big subject. It was the women and the fat and not being able yeah, to release. Right, right. So they're, oh, they were using charcoal. Now, the problem with charcoal is fantastic for food poisoning, but when you're using charcoal, you're sucking up everything. And that's a problem if you have been a smoker or an alcoholic because you don't have a lot of everything to suck up. You are so deficient on your your B vitamins. And um, so instead of using charcoal, we use a blue clay. It doesn't interfere with your supplements or your medications. And we've had just so much more success. So you can um, call me or uh, come by the colon care clinic, Taos Hyperbaric, check out Tim's page to learn more about that quit smoking protocol. The wonderful thing about that quit smoking protocol and all the people I've run through it is it's misery free. And, um, it's, it, it meets you on every level to help you so that you can go through without the cravings, without the misery. It's three days, three days mm -hmm. to free when you're trying to quit smoking. Okay. And just so people, I mean, if you're a Scientologist, you, you're probably okay with it. But if you think Scientology is crazy, I don't even know a whole lot about it. But the reality is, is niacin, just to be clear, there's plenty of people, it's, it's plenty of people using it. Like Dr. Yu, he uses mm -hmm. it. I mean, this guy's a, like a, super surgeon, you know, urologist. Yeah, yeah, urologist. Um, it's in a weight loss protocol. Um, mm -hmm. The niacin is used like a doctor. What's his name was talking about it to doctor, your doctor, Saul, you know, doctor yourself.com. Oh, Andrew Saul. Andrew yeah. Saul. Yeah. He uses it for people. Like there was this, he was telling the story about this woman and she was like in the corner. I mean, has a family husband, kids, and she's in the corner all curled up. Can't do anything. Yeah. They give her like, I don't know, 40,000 international units of niacin and she's, making dinner, cleaning up, going about her life, went in to see the doctor and the doctor, they told her what the doctor's doing or the, told the doctor what they were doing. He's like, oh, 40,000. Uh, well, that seems like a lot. You probably shouldn't do that. Get off that. Took her off mm -hmm. it. She's back in the corner. So Nysen has a lot of uses and um, looks like you're using it in the stop smoking protocol. My question right. is, are you using the flushing niacin or the non-flushing, the ni uh, niacinamide? Well, right. Before I go into that really quick, the, if you want to see that amazing testimony that Andrew Saul's talking about, it's in the video Food Matters. And then he is um, uh, using the studies by Abram Hoffer. And Abram Hoffer used niacin with uh, schizophrenia and depression. So that's where the studies are. And on my website, it's a 22-page article by Abram Hoffer using niacin. And it's based on that work that Scientology um, used niacin with sauna to detox alcoholics and smokers over 70 years, 100,000 people run through this program. It's incredibly effective. So um, when you're, which niacin really quick, there's nicotinic acid and that's pure niacin. And that's the one you want to use. It's not liver toxic. It has a wonderful benefit. And I have to be very careful, but I probably, uh, you know, gonna, I could probably uh, pass. We have, a, we have a disclaimer on this, so. Okay, very, very good. 
So um, nicotinic acid, it has an amazing benefit is it lowers your bad cholesterol and raises your good cholesterol. And then it does this amazing thing, nicotinic acid, which is the full flush. And it gives you two for one. It gives you two releases every time you take it. So you're going to have an amazing release of toxins. You're going to get that flush that makes you feel alive. And you get that usually about 30 minutes, 45 minutes after you take it. But then an hour and a half after you take it again, you get a second release, no flush. And it is that release. And at that time is when you're getting the cholesterol benefits. You will not get the cholesterol benefits if you're using niacinamide and you can't take niacinamide in high doses. So the niacinamide is the flush free form. Now for anyone out there who goes, oh, I got histamine reactions. I just can't take niacin. Yes, you can. You just have to take a very, very low dose. You might have to do 50 milligrams and cut it in half. You might have to cut that in half. But the wonderful, wonderful thing about B3 niacin is that the cure for the reaction, the histamine flush that because that's what niacin does. Why you get the flush is the histamine release. The cure is more niacin. And if you just start off taking whatever you can tolerate, whether it's 25 milligrams, 50, 100, and you just slowly increase over time within two weeks or three weeks, you're going to find yourself not releasing histamine reactions. You're not going to have the itchy and the hive-like reaction, which generally goes away in most people. But if they have histamine reactions. That's why um, I developed my protocol that I work with um, for anyone with chemical detox and the nicotine and the alcohol and histamine reactions. That's why I combine it with vitamin C because vitamin C is an antihistamine and you don't take the vitamin C with the niacin. It's timed. So you do the niacin, the sauna, the colonic, the salt soak, and then a good hour and a half after that, then you start doing your vitamin C in high doses. And uh, vitamin C will definitely um, counter the histamine release. Cool. Well, we just got to make sure for those listening, you're using whole food vitamin C, not the absorbic acid. Awesome. Uh, no, no, no. Wait, you, I mean, I use ascorbic acid to do the histamine, um, antihistamine. I'm promoting the ascorbic acid and not the rosehip. What about camu camu berry or arcilla cherry or alma berry? You know, those are phenomenal foods for the body. But um, in the work that I've done and with immune system, I'm promoting um, high doses like Abram Hoffer did and, mm-hmm. you know, and um, using the plain old ascorbic acid is it, it, highly effective. It's affordable. Okay. Well, if that's yeah. what works, that's what works. It's a little less expensive too, if you're getting the right stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay. So before we wrap up here, cause I know you got to bounce um, like, you know, I was going to, I was, we've got like five minutes left, so I can't really get into all the stuff I wanted to get into, but so what's like the, just a couple little quick stories of like people that came in that just like jump out at you. Um, yeah. When, whenever someone asks me this question, one person always pops into mind and I have to be careful not to say his name, but we're just going to call him big Jim. Big Jim came to see me in his fifties. He's like six, six. He's a big guy smoker, drinker, alcohol, contractor, uh, type A personality, but you just love Big Jim. And he was prepping for his first colonoscopy and he did 10 colonics. He's one of those guys that just dives in and he failed his colonoscopy. And he failed because 10 colonics cannot reverse a lifetime 
of alcohol, smoking, and steak every day and eggs for breakfast. And so he failed that colonoscopy. And I told Jim, I said, Jim, if you don't quit the smoking, the drinking, the red meat, if you don't change your life, you will not make it to 60. Well, fast forward, six years goes by and Jim comes walking in the door. I hadn't seen him in six years. And I go, Jim, you live. I'm so surprised. He goes, well, I'm actually half dead. I've had four heart attacks, quadruple pie passes. I'm 350 pounds and I'm a, I'm a breath away from another heart attack. Will you help me? And I go, Jim, it's kind of a contraindication. I can't help you. You've got heart disease. You're on all these uh, blood pressure medications. I will only help you if you do everything I say. And the very moment that you eat red meat, drink, smoke, or do one thing I say not to do, then we're done. That man, that man came in every day for like a month and we did the juice fasting. He went vegan. Um, he watched all the movies and that is so important for inspiration. Mm -hmm. You cannot do this on your own. You're going to need um, help and support. So Jim came in every day. The man lost 70 pounds. We got him off all his medications. And, um, and let me, let me say that we did not get him off all his medications. He felt so good. He took himself off all the medications. He lost weight. You know what his, his motivation was for living and for um, uh, doing all this? The man had a closet full of silk suits, silk shirts. The man had um, just beautiful clothes that he wanted to wear again. That was his motivation. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> he came in every day. So here's the story got off all his meds. He's doing great. Now, before he couldn't even get out of bed, he couldn't even run the vacuum cleaner. He had gotten down to his quality of life was bedridden and on his way to the grave. And he knew it. And within six months, 70 pounds, wearing his silk shoes, sir, um, well, wearing his silk shirts off his meds. And he goes, I see my cardiologist next week. I cannot wait to tell him how I did it. And I said, Jim, oh, don't tell your cardiologist um, that you went off your, your blood pressure meds. I said, he's going to write in your file non-compliant. You're going to have an issue with your health insurance. If something were to happen to you, they might have a clause for not paying out to your wife. I would highly suggest you don't tell him you took you went off all your meds. So he goes to see his cardiologist. And um, he, I said, just say to him, what do you think if I went off my meds? Look how good I'm doing. Look at the numbers. Do you think I could go off the meds? And so he goes to the cardiologist. The cardiologist flips, says, absolutely. You can never go off your meds. And uh, so Jim comes back and he says, um, you know, what am I going to do with all these meds? I said, just flush them down the toilet. You don't have to tell them you're not taking them. But um, the sad story, and here's the moral. Jim felt so good he went back to work and then he got back into that lifestyle. Now he didn't drink or smoke, but there was McDonald's mm. and he was working really hard contracting again. And there was McDonald's and he thought, Oh, I could just go through the McDonald's drive through one time. Sad, isn't it? And then, then he was back on the drug of fast food. And um, here's the moral of the story. You can't do this alone. You're really going to need help. People don't realize what they're up against, how everything is stacked against them. And everyone is under stress. They have financial stress and, and you need help. And it's really important. You get a health coach. 
Jim fell away. He thought he could do it on his own strength. And that was the problem. He didn't stay in touch with someone. He just on his own thought he could do it. And, um, and I believe, you know, bringing on a health coach and, and support and continuing to educate like you have done helps keep you on that path of health. But mm -hmm. I, I, I personally believe that the very first thing a person needs for help is, um, is a, a, a belief in Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. And that is what helped me overcome my um, food addictions and the things that I wanted and helped me stay on the narrow path was that um, I had a faith in a God that loved me and had a plan for my life and I could trust him and go to him. And so um, every day I get up and I say, Lord, help me be the person you want me to be and help me to eat, to, to power this amazing body because people think that the battle is won and they're done and they don't realize for the rest of their life, there is this battle and this temptation, food or alcohol, drugs or whatever it is. And they're going to need, um, I believe they're going to need a faith in a God that's going to help them through it. And then also somebody like you, Tim, health coaching, somebody out there to help them um, stay on that path. What a wonderful message to end with. Rebecca, thanks so much for taking time out of your busy, busy schedule to come share with everybody and let everybody know about colon hydrotherapy. Where do people reach you? Oh, um, well, I have two clinics that you can do uh, colon care or Taos Hyperbaric. You can call me direct at 575-770-7169. And the best email is coloncare at me.com. I, I check that every five minutes. So. Okay, we'll put that in the show description. Again, thanks for being on and thanks for you listeners around the world. Um, I can't thank you guys enough. Again, we, we just every, every there's people all over the place. I, there's countries I didn't even know existed now that's coming up every week. We have, we're, I don't even know how many. I'll have to ask my podcast producer how many countries, but thank you guys so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for leaving your comments, sharing the videos. I, I talk to people all the time like, oh my God, wait, I heard they're going to say, I heard Rebecca and I shared that video five or that, or that, that uh, podcast five times with my friends and my family. So you guys are the ones making the difference. You're the ripple effect. We just throw the, throw the drop of water in the lake and then you guys take it from there. We really appreciate you and much love out there in the world today and much love back to you, Rebecca. Thanks for coming on. And until next time, change yourself, change your world. And I'll see you again soon. Thanks for listening again to the Health Hero Show. I'm your host, Tim James. And remember, change yourself, change your world. And we'll see you again on the next episode. Talk to you soon. You have just listened to the Health Hero Show with Tim James. <laughs>